Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Here are your state headlines. After one day of a planned five-day strike by tens of thousands of California State University faculty members, a tentative agreement has been reached between the Cal State system and the union representing the faculty. The agreement includes a 5% general salary increase for teaching staff, retroactive to last year, and an additional 5% increase starting in July of this year. The deal also raises the salary floor for the lowest paid faculty members and increases parental leave from six to 10 weeks. The 23-campus Cal State system is the largest public university system in the country with more than 400,000 students. In a statement, Cal State Chancellor Mildred Garcia says she's pleased with the agreement and she says it fairly compensates CSU employees. Communities across California are assessing damage from this week's storms. San Diego was one city that was especially hard hit yesterday, with the mayor declaring a state of emergency after four inches of rain fell in some areas in less than three hours. The downpour caused the flooding of streets and freeways and the rescue of hundreds of people from inundated neighborhoods. Here is one resident explaining what she went through to San Diego's CBS's 8. We had to escape from, this, from the roof, okay? We had to get our three cats, our dog, myself, my husband. Everything was flooded. Emotions, like I, I don't want to cry, I want to stay calm. I don't want to panic my son. You know, I have to stay calm. Thousands of residents also lost power across San Diego County, and many schools closed or released students early for fear of flooding. There were some road closures and downed trees across the state from the heavy rain, but the damage was not as severe as what happened in San Diego. Many in Half Moon Bay are gathering today to commemorate the first anniversary of the mass shooting that killed seven farm workers in the community south of San Francisco. KQED labor correspondent Farida Javala Romero reports. The shooting at two mushroom farms exposed horrendous housing conditions for those who lived on site and potential wage theft. At the time, Governor Gavin Newsom said workers were making only $9 an hour. Local and state officials are still investigating. 
Half Moon Bay farm worker Rocio Avila says the tragedy has steeled her resolve to push for affordable housing. Claro que sí, esto me impulsa a seguir luchando, a seguir luchando y seguir hablando y exponiendo. County officials are on their way to developing affordable housing for agricultural workers, and a new local office of labor standards enforcement will help tackle wage theft. For the California Report, I'm Farida Yabala Romero. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. The three Democrats vying to represent California in the U.S. Senate went after the only Republican on stage at Monday's debate and clashed over the war between Israel and Hamas. KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos reports. It was Republican Steve Garvey's first chance to introduce himself to voters, and his opponents didn't give him an inch. The other three candidates on stage, all Democrats and all members of Congress, pressed Garvey on whether he'll vote for Trump a third time. Here's Congressman Adam Schiff. What more do you need to see of what he's done to be able to say that you will not support him? But Garvey, a former L.A. Dodgers star who will need both loyal Republicans and independent voters to mount a real campaign in deep blue California, refused to budge. When the time comes, I'll do exactly what I said to you. I will look at the two opponents. I will determine what they did. And at that time, I will make my choice. Congresswoman Katie Porter shot back with one of many baseball references of the evening. Well, California, I think what they say is true. Once a Dodger, always a Dodger. Another flashpoint, the war between Israel and Hamas. Schiff and Garvey both rejected calls for a ceasefire and said they stand staunchly with Israel. Porter called for a durable bilateral peace agreement. But Congresswoman Barbara Lee, who called for a ceasefire within days of Hamas's attack on Israel, framed the response in Gaza as counterproductive to security. Killing 25,000 civilians, it's catastrophic, and it will never lead to peace for the Israelis nor the Palestinians. Only the top two vote-getters in the March 5th primary will compete in a November runoff. For the California Report, I'm Marisa Lagos in Los Angeles. Meanwhile, other Senate candidates who are polling lower are criticizing debate organizers for being denied a place at the event. Christina Pascucci, a television journalist, is a Democrat in the race and spoke to the California Report. To me, the media has a responsibility to let all the voices who voters want to hear from be heard. And so for the first debate, there should be clear criteria and the media shouldn't push the people that they think should be the next U.S. senator. 
that Senate candidate Christina Pascucci. A controversial school board member in the Riverside County community of Temecula will face a recall election this spring. A group opposed to his conservative agenda collected enough signatures to force a vote. KVCR's Madison Ament reports. The Riverside County Registrar of Voters announced that it certified more than the minimum number of signatures required for a recall vote of school board president Joseph Komorowski. A PAC called One Temecula Valley is behind the effort. Julie Geary, who's with the PAC, wants to remove Komorowski for injecting his conservative Christian ideology into school board decisions. To ensure that our elected leaders are focused on students, and quality public education and not national political agendas. Komrowski's pushed policies to ban critical race theory and force schools to notify parents if their child is transgender. In response to the recall, Komrowski said in an email, quote, I've done exactly what I was elected to do. The Temecula Valley Unified School District now has two weeks to set a date for the special election. For The California Report, I'm Madison Ament. And that's the California Report for Tuesday, January 23rd. We are a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Saul Gonzalez. As always, thanks so much for listening. Be safe out there and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Stanford Medicine, comprising its School of Medicine and Adult and Children's Health Systems, working together to advance knowledge and improve lives. StanfordMedicine.org And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy works to create a cleaner, healthier, more secure world for all. On the web at theschmidt.org Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.